Hello, witches, and welcome to the Halloween special of the Earthworks podcast with me, Hannah Elizabeth. During the whole month of October, I will be adding in little spooky Halloween snippets, whether that's sounds or topics. I hope you guys are ready because we have a lot to cover, so let's go ahead and jump in. Hello, everybody. It's me, Hannah, and welcome back or to the Earthworks podcast. If you're new here, I have a special guest with me, my best friend of many years, Nanette. Hi. (laughs) And I wanted to bring her in here because I'm going to be doing like a conspiracy theory type deal thing about fairies today. And I thought it would just be cool to like share it with her because I found a lot of like very interesting things. Um, But as always, I hope you all had a wonderful week. Um, And we're going to go ahead and we're going to get to know Nanette a little bit. So Nanette, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Nanette. (laughs) Um, I'm currently working and a kind of part-time online student. Um, Yeah, your fashion school. Yep, I go to a fashion school out in New York, but do it online. Because we live in Michigan. In Michigan, yeah. And I I started during COVID, so it's kind of like, I can't really go during that time. Yeah. I don't know. I just really like it online. And I'm majoring in fashion merchandising, because I've always loved fashion when I was young. Yeah. Up until now. And you always dress cute. Oh, thanks. (laughs) We actually did something today for her, for one of her, what is it, your final project? Yep, my final project. Yeah, we had, she had to like take pictures of me, <laughs> which I felt yeah. awkward at first, but it was really fun, but, yeah. um, yeah, how old are you? I'm 20, about to be 21 in January. What do you do for work? I work at a daycare. <laughs> okay, cool. With children, yep. And out of curiosity, what is your sign? I am a Capricorn. Capricorn. Is that one of the signs that you said is like a psychopath? <laughs> no, that's Gemini. Oh, that's me. <laughs> I'm a Gemini. Okay, we were talking about like psychopaths and like murderers and stuff earlier because I listened to this podcast about it and Nanette <laughs> said that there's like, they found like a rhythm in like certain signs being like the serial killers and stuff. And Gemini mm-hmm. was one of them. And I was like, oh, that's me. I think there's just like one, maybe one or a few Capricorns. And I'm like, oh. I couldn't see you being a but serial killer. Mainly Scorpios, I think, and Geminis. Okay. Or I think Sagittariuses, but. I mean, I don't see me being a serial killer either. <laughs> but you okay. never know. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so now that we got to know Nanette a little bit, I wanted to share you with you guys our friendship story. <laughs> so yeah. it was like, what, the fifth grade? Was it the fifth grade? Yeah, I would say, yep, our last year at the in middle school. Wait, I thought our last year in middle school was like seventh grade. Wait, what? I'm so confused. <laughs> I don't know. No, fifth grade was the beginning of middle school, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, beginning that sounds of right. Yeah, 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 you're right, because we had, like, that fourth grade graduation thing at the elementary. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, in, like, the fifth grade, we met because I was shopping with my grandma in Justice, if you guys remember that store, and she was in there, and we weren't really friends, but I, like, went up to her, and I was like, hi, and I think I gave you a hug. 
Yeah, and I didn't did. even know her. I was like, <laughs> I know. I, I mean, I knew of you, and I'd see you at school, but we, like, never really talked. We just knew, like, oh, that's Hannah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I was just, like, walking there, shopping with my mom at Justice, and she comes up to me, and she's like, oh, hi, Nana. And she gave me a hug, and I was like, oh, hi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then after that, we kind of just became good friends, and then literally, like, all through the rest of middle school, all through high school, we were, like, inseparable. And, like, mm-hmm. our band teacher used to make jokes and be, like... Like, he'd, like, make comments, like, well, there's Hannah, so Nanette's around. No. <laughs> or there's Nanette, so Hannah's around. <laughs> so we're just, like, always with each other yeah. and, like, yeah. Friends for a long time. Yeah. I, don't, I can't do math, so I don't know actually how long that's been, but pretty long. Yeah, pretty long. If we try to sit here and do the math, this is going to be a long podcast. <laughs> eight maybe eight years yeah nine years something I don't know yeah okay so how do you feel about jumping into our meditation um excited (laughs) um I don't meditate a lot yeah I feel like I mean I try to but I don't really know what to do you know yeah well then you get to do it with me yeah I get to learn a little bit more about it yeah okay so let's go ahead and jump into our meditation okay Let's go ahead and jump into the meditation for this episode. We're going to focus on opening our third eye, which is like the chakra that is located on your forehead, like in between your eyebrows. And we're going to do this because the third eye is kind of where you receive deeper ideas and be in tune with like your intuition and things. And I think that's just a perfect thing to open when we're talking about the theory of fairies. So... If you're able, right, don't be driving and doing this, but I want you to go ahead and close your eyes and I want you to slowly imagine your third eye chakra opening. You can kind of like imagine it as an eyeball if you want, so just imagine it slowly opening and this is the energy gear located at your forehead like I said, just to remind you, and as you open it, imagine a white radiating light shining out of it. Feel yourself be open to new ideas and understanding. Allow yourself to be open-minded. So let's go ahead and start our deep breathing. And as you inhale, I want you to imagine it new ideas and openness entering your third eye. And as you exhale, I want you to imagine blowing out boundaries and closed-mindedness. So go ahead and inhale through your nose. Hold for three seconds. And exhale through your mouth. One more time. Inhale through your nose. Hold for three seconds. And exhale through your mouth. Now imagine your third eye again and all that white radiating light. Now imagine your third eye closing. There's still a white light trying to peek through because there is just so much positive open energy flowing through there right now. But now go ahead and open your eyes. And we're going to jump into the Pebble of the Podcast. (laughs) Okay, so the Pebble of the Podcast was actually chosen by Nanette. So Nanette, what is the Pebble of the Podcast? The Pebble of the Podcast (laughs) today is Carnelian. Ooh, I like Carnelian. It's a pretty one. It is, it is. Um, this is mainly an orange stone, okay, but yeah. it ha- could have a darker hue of orange. Right. Okay. Yeah. And red. 
So, okay, so, like, if it gets, like, a really dark orange, you can kind of see red sometimes? Yeah. Okay, So, it just cool. kind of, I guess it just kind of depends where you get it and all that stuff. Okay. It can be found in two forms, so it could be a... A, a geode. <laughs> a geode. I know. Sometimes I don't I know. know if it's a geode or like geode or geode or I don't know what I it know. is. And it can also be found in a tumbled form. Okay. So it's really good for giving maybe the shire people or people who aren't, I guess. Like don't stand up for them. Outroverts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it's good for giving them confidence when speaking. Um, it also stimulates creativity in people. Okay. And it enhances self-esteem. So Okay. It's very helpful in that, I would say. I think, actually, carnelian is the stone or one of the stones that they say pairs well with your sacral chakra because your sacral is what, um, like, influences creativity, mm-hmm. which is weird, I thought, because your sacral is, like, down here, like, by your pelvic bone, mm-hmm. but... Like, I thought creativity would, like, come from your crown or something, but it yeah, comes from down there, think, which yeah. is weird. Um, so why did you pick that stone? Because there's, like, so many stones. <laughs> well, I've heard it's really good with my zodiac sign. Oh, okay. Like, it's one of, like, the main, I guess, pebbles or stones that really align with my sign, which is Capricorn. Okay. Um, I also just felt drawn to it because... Of how pretty the stone is. Yeah. I don't know. I just like saw it once and and I have a piece and it's a necklace and it's kind of like one of those um, wired around yeah, wire wrapped, yeah, yeah, wire wrapped necklaces. And yeah, I just, um, I don't know. I just found it really just pretty. drawn to it. I was drawn to it. <laughs> Would you say it's like your favorite stone or maybe not quite that? I don't know. There's a lot of pretty stones, and I know there's a lot of different properties to stones and their benefits and everything. Yeah. But I would say it's probably, like, a top one for me. Yeah, I actually, I think I mentioned in a past episode, or maybe not, maybe I just thought it, but I would love to have a piece of like a big piece of carnelian to put out for Halloween time because of the color. <laughs> because, <laughs> no, color yeah. yeah, it'd be like so pretty at Halloween time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's very cool. I do. Th- I don't even think I have a piece of carnelian. I don't think I do, which is weird because I have a lot of different crystals, mm-hmm. but I don't think I have carnelian. Oh, the stone also is said to attract love or like bring you more, I guess, more love. Like Whether goodness. that's... Whether that's for yourself or for, you know, your significant significant other or okay. if you're looking for love or something like that. That's I didn't know that about that. I always yeah. like I've when heard I, that. Don't quote me on it, but <laughs> you heard it. <laughs> I've heard it yeah. somewhere. I, I don't know. I think it I didn't know that because I just always like when I think about crystals and love, my brain instantly goes to rose quartz. Rose, rose quartz, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's like a good love. But stone. I guess that kinda goes with self esteem as well, because like I mean if you build up your self-esteem, you're, like, learning to love yourself a little more. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's yeah. probably what it means. Like, yeah, that would make sense. Okay, so we're talking about fairies today. I know. <laughs> Are you excited? Yes. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and jump into the fairy world. Well, maybe not jump because they don't like ruckus. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you about that here in a minute. So let's gracefully enter the fairy world. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Me too. I'm so freaking excited about this. 
Okay, so we got a lot to cover about fairies. Are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. And if it kind of sounds like I'm reading, I low-key kind of am. <laughs> I had to make many notes because there was no way I was going to remember all of this. Okay, so back in early modern English, fairies were actually spelled as F-A-E-R-I, which is different than today um, because now it's like, F-A-R-I-E-S. I don't really know how it changed or why it changed, but I just thought it was cool that they spelt it a little different. Mm -hmm. um, and this had the meaning of the realm of the fays. Well, the fur, well, the word fay meant fate. So now fairies can also be known as fays. I don't know if you've ever heard them called that. They can I actually be known, have. Have you? Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> they can be like called fairies, fays, and nymphs, nymphs too. Yeah. So, in the 1400s, England came up with the idea of little people, which could be either evil or good. The British was actually scared of fairies, so they avoided every place where fairies were known to live. Because, like, back then, fairies were known to be, like, evil and, like, a thing from, like, the devil or something. Kind of like witches. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I actually mentioned, like, witchcraft. Um... So, then in the 16th century, fairies were believed to be harmful to anyone who had encountered them, which in a way, it's still believed today, and as they were also believed to be connected to witchcraft. They were also believed to wear black and sometimes even armor, as well as having, like, scary green eyes, which is much different than what we see them as today. We imagine fairies as, like, cute little human-like creatures with wings and pointy elf-like ears that fit right in the palm of our hands that bring nothing but good and positivity and, of course, fairy dust. <laughs> um, little creatures that live within flowers, trees, and mushrooms and leaving gorgeous little shiny trails behind them everywhere they go, such as the Tooth Fairy. We often see movies and drawings of the Tooth Fairy with a cute little pink dress bringing children money or treats for losing their teeth, <laughs> which actually... I didn't look this up, but I wonder if there is any type of, like, evil story behind the Tooth Fairy, because it is kind of weird that they would want children's teeth, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't like know. Like, the deeper kind of yeah, look like, into it. Yeah, like, probably know, just behind it. Okay, so although the ideas of fairies have changed over time, some still have a bad idea of them. Fairies were often seen as the hidden people, or as mentioned, the little people, and known to be creatures of evil. Some believe that fairies would harm people and kids even, and sometimes even kill people just for their own fun, as well as stealing babies. Okay, and they would do this. Um, I'll kind of explain how here in a minute. Fairies are known to take human babies to replace and help their ill people. It is said that fairies would take a healthy human baby and replace it with one of their ill babies to receive healthy milk and treatment to help them heal and awesome, also have their people healthy. As well as new mothers that have died or were sick at birth, it is said that is the fairies' doings to bring a healthy mom into their world. If you would, to take care of the fairy babies or to leave one of their fairies there in human form to receive the care that they need. So, like, pretty much if, like, one of their people was sick, they would, like, trade it with, like, a healthy one. And, like, you wouldn't know this because... They can actually shapeshift. Like, they say fairies can shapeshift. So, like, they could take, like, a fairy and, like, put it in a newborn baby and you would have no idea because it, the baby would still be there. 
but it's like a different like living thing inside of the baby. If that makes sense. Is it inside or does it shape shape shift into the baby itself? Like, oh, I don't know. It just said shape shift. So that's a good question. <laughs> I kind huh. of imagined it in like a spiritual way. Like they like all this shape like the spirit themselves. of the fairies. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how I imagined it. Huh. Um and that is why many times the sickness and sometimes even death of a child or a new mother would be blamed on fairies. And oftentimes, travelers would bring food or other offerings to give the fairies in order to be left alone as they feared a fairy guiding them in the wrong direction during their travels. So, like, they would sometimes bring, like, milk or, like, even, like, wine or something Mm -hmm. and, like, just set it out if they felt like a fairy was around to just kind of, like, keep the fairy, like, away from them. mm -hmm. But in regards to Christianity, they were considered fallen angels. That's how I look at them. (laughs) People who are not well enough to be entered into heaven, but not bad enough to go to hell. They are seen as people who are left on earth to help others and to play tricks on them for laughs and fun. So yeah, like, what I also learned when doing this research is that fairies are like little tricksters. Like, they like Mm -hmm. to prank people, which I just think is like... I think that's so cute. Like, that's a cute way to imagine them, I guess. Like, just little people, like, flying around, like... Playing <laughs> tricks. Yeah. Around. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you know that there's different types of fairies? Um, well, I mean, I loved the fairies that I saw on Tinkerbell, and they all had... <laughs> they all had, like, different, like, little jobs that they would do, and they were put into, like, certain groups. So, you got the water fairy, the... Oh, okay, yeah, you yeah. Know, the garden fairy, but no, I didn't know, like, that actually there's that different... The actual fairies we're talking about had different types. Yeah. They had different types. And I have to tell you something sad and disappointing. Oh, no. I have never seen Tinkerbell. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. No, Tinkerbell was like, I had, I have all the movies. Well, I need to borrow them. You need to watch all of them. I love Tinkerbell. My mom was a big fan, and I guess, like, she introduced me sort of into, like... Tinkerbell? Yeah, that's how I found a fairies, and then later I would, like, get books, and I guess some of the books would have fairies in them, and, like... Really? Little tales of fairies. I want to watch it, like, especially after doing all the There's a lot of movies. But isn't there, like... Isn't it said that there's, like, a darker thing behind Tinkerbell? Girl, I don't pay attention to that. <laughs> you just watch the I just watch the movie. <laughs> the princess, the fairies, the glitter. Maybe. I mean... I heard there was, like, a darker part with Peter Pan or something. Like, there was some strange thing that... I don't know. But then again, like, people could make darker parts out of literally anything. It's but... like fairy tales. You, you know, you have Cinderella, and then you have the, you know, the Cinderella that's in that one book. There's a book, like, based on fairy tales, but, like... The darker side the of The darker side of fairy tales. Wait, I would love that book. I don't know what it's called, but I'll have to look it up. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to tell you just a few of the different types of fairies and a little bit of what they do or whatever. So we have the brownies. And no, they don't like brownies. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they did. <laughs> and they actually would help around the house and, like, farms. Um, and then you have the elementos, which they work with the elements, so, like, earth, water, air, and fire. Mm-hmm. And then you have the elves, and they protect and take care of the forest. And actually, this is so crazy, in Iceland, many of the caves are protected by their government because it is believed that three-fourths of the living in those caves are real elves. 
So the government actually what? protects them. Yeah, I'm like, I need to go to Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have pixies, which isn't that what Tinkerbell is? Is a pixie fairy? Like the little, the tiny little ones? Yeah, I think so. Pixies. Okay. And they live in flowers and woods, and they really love honey and nectar. And then we have the banshee, which I don't know why when I heard this, I just instantly thought of, like, a monkey. Isn't there a monkey, a banshee monkey? I don't know. I thought that was a wolf or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like, you know. Yeah. You're and right. it sounds creepy and, like, Ugh. scary. I don't know. <laughs> banshee. <laughs> Yeah, actually, this one is kind of creepy. Okay, this fairy, the banshee, because it represents the cry of a death, mm. and these ones are not really seen, but they're more so heard. So, like, people will be like, I didn't see the banshee, but, like, I heard her mourning. Like, you can clearly hear her crying, which I would, like, crap That's... my pants <laughs> if yeah. I heard crying, but no one was around. And then we have leprechauns, and I seriously think this is so cute. Because they say that they're known as the bangers of the fairy world. And I just think that's so cute. <laughs> they imagine, yeah, leprechauns under like a rainbow or something. Yeah. But I just thought that was so cute. And of course, there's many more. So let's dive into how do you know if a fairy is around you? I love this part. Okay, so you may see light in the corner of your eye or around flowers, mushrooms, and areas of water like ponds or springs. And kids are also more prone to seeing these things, as fairies tend to be a little bit more attracted to children and pets, but I'll get into the pets just a little bit later. Um, But yeah, so like if you see light like that, you may also hear musical instruments, specifically wind instruments, such as the flute, which obviously I'm a fairy because I play the flute. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Or sometimes like even little bells. And because fairies are usually located by flowers and areas of water, It is said that if you ring some bells in these areas, you may see a fairy react as they take that as an invitation to come around, but be careful when doing that. Be careful when trying to call on a fairy, and I'll get into that later, too. Also, fairy rings. I love this one. It's like the most obvious way to know that a fairy is around you. It is said that fairies love to dance and sing, but they usually do so like in a circle form. Mm -hmm. So you will usually see these fairy rings as perfect circles of like mushrooms, flowers, or sometimes like even little footprints. But I think the mushrooms and the flowers are like the most common. Um, But again, all those things will be in a circle. And warning, do not cut a flower or a mushroom from a fairy circle or from a fairy ring. Why? Don't do it. Um, Because it says that, like, if you, um, like, take something from their ring, then they can, like, take you into their fairy world. And, like, (laughs) I kind of dive into that in a, like, I think actually, like, right here. But, um, yeah, like, because people associate them with evil. So mm-hmm. then they're like, if you take something from them, like, they can take you. Like, I don't know. That part's, like, <laughs> a little scary. creepy. Yeah. So you should be careful when noticing fairy circles because according to many English and Celtic tales, humans that decide to enter a fairy ring will be forced to dance with the fairies until they go mad or get too exhausted. And, yes, I mean literally dance as, again, fairies were often associated with danger and evil. But it would be so hard to, like, not want to look into a fairy ring, right? Mm -hmm. So if you would like doing so, according to Northumberland, you have to run around the circle nine times 
under a full moon or on a Friday? <laughs> they like Fridays. <laughs> now, this is because Friday is the transition day between the week and the weekend. Mm-hmm. And for some odd reason, they love transition periods. Um, but you have to count carefully if you're, like, going around it nine times. Because if you run around the circle one too many times, evil would come around. So, like, they want you to be exact. Like, the fairies are, like, nine times. And then we'll let you see. But, like, <laughs> one less and one more. Uh-uh. Um, and side note, because fairies love transition periods, you can also try to connect with them and transitional spaces, such as, like, between a field and wooded areas. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think, like, you could do it, like, on the side of water and land. Like, I feel like that would be a transitional space, but I think they like the more, like, mystical yeah like spaces so another sign a fairy was around is a strong smell of flowers when you smell flowers trees fresh grass or anything else associated with nature and fairies that is a fairy trying to sprinkle their dust on you to bless you or to get your attention wow um another way they use flowers as a sign is flowers will randomly start appearing in odd places so, like, somewhere that you know you didn't plant flowers or something, like, they might just, like, randomly appear. Or there could be, like, a whole field, like, a whole empty field, and there could just be, like, one little bunch of flowers, like, in the middle of it. And they say that that is a fairy. Um, wind, also. If you notice a slight breeze of wind around yourself on a day that the wind is pretty dead, or the change in wind on a windy day, so, like, if it was to just, I don't know, or, like, switch its direction. Mm-hmm. Um, that is said to be a fairy to tell you that they enjoy being around you. It's kind of like blowing a kiss in a way. (laughs) Um, now, of course, we would imagine the wind coming from their wings, right? Like, if I felt, like, a slight breeze, I'd be like, oh, it's, like, their wings, right? Yeah. Um, but the wind could also just come from the energy shifts around you due to the change of energy from the fairies. Because they're, like... Since they're such, like, spiritual, like, little beings, like, Mm -hmm. you can really feel, like, their energy. So, like, you should be able to, like, really know, like, if a fairy is around you. You know what I mean? Like, you'll just have that, like, intuitive feeling. Mm Mm-hmm. And animals will act strange. So, they say the same thing about ghosts, like, how kids and animals are more prone to seeing Mm -hmm. and noticing the company of spiritual beings So, like, if your dog starts barking at things, like, we cannot see, or you notice your pet's looking at something for a period of time, or even looks like they're playing with something that we can't see, it could very well be a fairy around our animals. Or a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Or a ghost, yeah. It could be a ghost. A spirit, sorry. And you know what? (laughs) I didn't look this up, but I'm kind of wondering why they say kids and animals are more prone to seeing those things. I think it's maybe because they're, they have... Yeah, speaking of dogs, my dog's trying to break into my room (laughs) right now. scared me. (laughs) They have a sense of, like, they're innocent, you know? Okay, I haven't, they don't know yet what is what, so it's kind of like... Yeah, like, I was thinking, is it their innocence? But then I have another theory, and I'm like, is it because, like, ghosts and fairies and stuff like that know that, one, animals can't speak. Yeah, they can't talk either. That's what I was going to say. Like, they can't tell you that they saw those things. Mm -hmm. And then kids, like, one, they can't clearly speak or they might not even know what they're seeing. Yeah, and if they were to tell anyone, they'd be like, no, you're just, It's your imagination. imagination. And then, like, also, like, 
if you think about when you were like three or four, like, do you ever clearly remember anything from when you were that young? No. Yeah. So then I'm like, maybe they come and visit kids because they're gonna like, forget. They, yeah. Which is super crazy. Um, another sign is things might start to go missing. So like milk, candies, and shiny belongings such as jewelry are the most prone to go missing. And rather than getting angry and trying to connect with the, or sorry, other than getting angry, try to connect with the fairies. And before calling the cops because your jewelry is going missing, just try to look around because fairies are little tricksters. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm like like, raising my hand. I have a like short little story. It's kind of like creepy, but now that you're saying that like fairies take jewelry, my grandma actually has a story. Really? Uh, Wait, yeah. tell me. Tell us. Tell us. So sometimes she says she like falls asleep. She always wears this gold jewelry because it has um the Virgin Mary on it. Yeah, yeah. So she never really takes it off. She only ever takes it off when she showers and she puts it back on. Okay. But then sometimes she doesn't, so it's kind of like, you know. But she told me that she goes to sleep with it on and there were a few times when she wakes up and it's like, either off laying beside her or like somewhere else around the house and she has to like look for it really yeah she told me has she ever found it in like odd places i don't know i think she found it i think she found it like in the kitchen once but like how if she went to sleep with it i mean she's an older you know lady but like she never takes it off literally every time we go see her she has it on and your grandma like she kind of like she kind of believes in those spiritual kind of yeah. like you know yeah spooky things like yeah. she she's a hardcore believer in that yeah so like it's like I feel like your grandma would know if she took it off like just from her intuition yeah, or if it was like removed yeah she's like yep I woke up with my jewelry off again and I think it happened just recently again too and I'm like now that you're saying that a fairy fairies you know like to take jewelry obviously my grandma thinks it's probably like some like angel or like ghost or something or some evil thing or something (laughs) (laughs) now that you're saying that fairies do it i'm like "Hmm, you'll have to tell her about this no i'll have to i'll have to mention it to her and see yeah that's crazy yeah but she i don't know she has some crazy stories and it's like oh my god i know i just want to sit down with your grandma and like just talk (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, just like that. Fairies are little tricksters, and they like to hide (laughs) things on you. Also, fairies almost always return your belongings, so try not to get mad. Another way to tell if fairies are around when it comes to milk and even beer is if it tends to go expired before the actual expiration date. And I told my mom this earlier, and she was not understanding what she was saying. And she was like well, yeah, you didn't drink it fast enough. And I'm like, <laughs> Mom, I'm not saying if your milk lasts till the expiration date. I'm saying if it goes expired before the, the expiration, expiration date. She's like, oh. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so also vibrations and heat. Um, when fairies are close to you, your aura um, or in your aura, you may feel small vibrations or even like heat on small areas of your body. Um, and offerings may be left for you. So fairies can leave little trinkets, and sometimes it's said that they'll leave, like, even glasses of milk or wine. (laughs) So, like, I don't know if they, like, 
are able to put it in like a human sized glass or if it's like this tiny little like wine glass like on a cute little table with like cheese (laughs) (laughs) I don't know but it says that they can leave those things for you I mean you said they can shape shift so what if they like I don't know that's creepy now (laughs) (laughs) shape shift themselves into a glass of wine I don't know, or a person or something, and then dump it in there, and then, you know, make Ew, people... Ew, wait. <laughs> <laughs> that like, sounds what if, scary. What if you, like, walk downstairs, and there's just, like, this random person pouring a glass I don't think you'd be able to see it, though, you know what I mean? Oh, so you just randomly see the bottle floating above the glass? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they do it maybe, like, when like you're sleeping, or when you're out, or something like that. Like, they've been watching you, and then just, like, well. do it. Yeah, like oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make her think she left a glass of milk out. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You know they're tricksters. So yeah. Well, okay. So I actually read that. Um, I like do not recommend taking offerings because if you do, you can be taken into fairyland. So like anything they leave for you, you're not supposed to take. Um. And as cool and as magical as that sounds, I don't know if that's somewhere as us human beings would want to go. Like, I would I love go. to. <laughs> if it's not evil. <laughs> um, and last but not least, the eyes of the woods. You've heard that before. Like, that term, right? Like, or like, the trees have eyes. Yeah. But isn't that a movie? The trees have eyes. Isn't that, like, a scary movie? I don't know. I think it might be, honestly. Like, that's a scary title, so. <laughs> yeah, I might be wrong. It might be, actually. But, so, yeah, the eyes of the woods. So, you know how when you're, like, walking through the woods or a forest, you kind of feel like something's watching you a little bit? Yeah, it is kind of creepy. Yeah, but, like, not necessarily, like, a human. But, like, you just feel like there's something there, mm-hmm. kind of. Um, that is often fairies watching you as they do not, like, um, I'm sorry, as they do, like, to make their homes within the trees. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you feel this way... At, um, go up to the trees or like the tree that you're feeling like you're getting the most like attention from and ask it for guidance and protection. So kind of like turn to that tree and be like, I'm not scared of you, but could you guide me? Like, could you protect me, please? Because if there is a fairy over there, then that fairy might kind of link to you and then like protect you a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. But really they're just looking at you because they're curious. Like they're curious about us. Um, So, what to do if you feel a fairy is around and how to not annoy them because they're frustrated little freaking things. (laughs) Flying things. Things. (laughs) They get frustrated. So, try not to bother them unless you feel you're being called to communicate with them. And fairies are very mischievous and there is never a way to know how they react to you coming into their territory. It is said that they may follow you home and play tricks on you or could even harm you. Um, You could build a small fairy home and they do like furniture just as much as we do. So like a cute little fairy home with like a little like tiny couch and a little tiny bed. Mm -hmm. Um, Leave them offerings, but be careful when doing this. Sometimes fairies don't like when offerings are left because then they feel they need to give you something in return, which can cause them anger and frustration. So only leave an offering if you feel drawn to so clearly this is something that you have to be in tune with your intuition right Mm -hmm. if you're trying to connect with them um two things that fairies love are milk and honey 
And if the fairy that is around you does not feel offended by your offerings, they will feel welcomed, happy, and blessed to be in your presence. Do not be cruel to animals. <laughs> you shouldn't be cruel to animals in the first place, but fairies get really mad when you're cruel to animals and get extremely annoyed. Even hunters, if they shoot the wrong deer, which obviously it's hard to know what is the right and wrong one because that's according to fairies. Like, mm -hmm. we don't know what's right and wrong. They'll get super angry, and this is because fairies and animals connect on a level of being appreciative and trusting in the world around them. So, like, they kind of stick up for their animals mm -hmm. in a way. And try not to be too loud in your own home. <laughs> They're very picky. Fairies love to dance and celebrate, but they don't like yelling and anger. One question on that. They live within our houses? <laughs> Or they're just outside and they're like, don't be too loud. The look on your face was like, I'm scared to go home. <laughs> no, I think, like, some of them, like, if they link to you, like, and if they were to, like, follow you home, like I mentioned before, and, like, you were in a home where, like, yelling and everything was going on, like, they can get, like, really mad and probably either just, like, leave and, like, decide that they hate you. Mm -hmm. Or, according to, like, other people, they can, like, turn evil and, like, take you to their world and, like torture you <laughs> so do they like shrink us to go to the world or? i have no idea see i tried looking that stuff up People's and like a lot of stuff like didn't come up which is like it's kind of scary yeah <laughs> i'm sure some people have had experiences well later in the episode i will share some people's experiences oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah um, and of course, do not disrupt nature. The nature is the fairy's home. There is actually a law, like I mentioned before, in Iceland called the Elf Laws. That law is mm -hmm. called the Elf Laws. And this is because some of the hills in Iceland are seen as sacred to fairies and nothing else can be built there and the, hel the hills cannot be touched. It is said that fairies will even destroy the things that are built on what was their homes. And in Iceland, there is a bunch of random forts that were put up just to keep others from destroying the area that fairies are said to live. So, like, Iceland is, like, fairies are our people. Like, we believe in them. We protect them. Mm -hmm. Which, I don't know. That's kind of cool. Or they're probably just keeping them in there against their will so people don't freak out. They're holding the fairies captive? Probably. I like the way I thought about it better. <laughs> I don't know. I just think, you know, like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, don't know. You could be right. You do have. <laughs> you do have. Um, yeah. <laughs> you have a good thought process. <laughs> so we as humans can be connected to fairies. Like, we could, like, be, like, they say that there's part of humans that can actually have, like, a snippet of fairy inside of them. So... If you have black, red, or fair hair, Ay. <laughs> you have black hair, I have fair hair, <laughs> um, you stand out a little bit, No. you love music and art, yes, yes. <laughs> um, you have love for nature and trees, yes. yes, and you have an iron deficiency, probably, yes, <laughs> I have an iron deficiency, and I play the flute, and I love trees, so obviously, and you stand out. <laughs> And I have fair hair, so <laughs> obviously. Oh, wait, you you played a wind instrument. 
Yeah, I did. The clarinet. Yeah. We would do duets together. Side note. <laughs> uh, anyways. <laughs> so how can you connect with fairies? So other than in transitional periods and spaces, you can use crystals. Mm. Yeah. And some crystals you can use are clear quartz. You can use this by putting it in your garden because fairies love the idea of like bling and colorful and if you use mini lights in your garden or like the sun, the quartz will pick it up and reflect it. And the fairies love everything magical, like anything that looks magical, mm-hmm. you know. You can also use fairy wand quartz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this stone I actually have never heard of until I looked it up. But this stone helps us connect with higher beings and stimulates visionary consciousness, which can actually help us to eventually see fairies. See, I would want to see fairies, but, like, I don't know if I'd... I'd probably get a little scared at first. I I'd be like, a little scared. I feel like I'd be, Because like, I don't know what they look like. I mean, we know... I mean, you've talked about how they look. Yeah, but, like, what if they... You know, I don't know. My fear <laughs> wouldn't be what they look like. My fear would be, like, are they good or bad? Yeah. But I never... I have such a hard time envisioning fairies as bad. I just envision them as, like troublemakers like just like tricksters jokesters you know i I always thought of them like oh cute and like just colorful yeah tinkerbell (laughs) um aura quartz which this is actually one of my favorites and this is just because it's a beautiful color and it has like a, a luminescent glow and then rose quartz which connects to love and this can bring in nice calm and gentle fairies so, like if you're trying to like bring in a fairy definitely incorporate rose quartz into that and like of course all these things can be placed in like a garden and whatnot mm-hmm. so obviously fairies love quartz um so now we're gonna jump into some stories with the fairies um <laughs> and that's like so excited <laughs> i am but okay i'm kind of scared to see what people have no no you're gonna love experienced this. no you're gonna love this but also you're excited i'm excited yeah. <laughs> okay so this one is actually something um that i saw so There is a girl that I follow on Facebook, and this last summer, she posted a picture of her horse's mane with a screenshot of the fairy knot fantasy, Um, and it left, so pretty much a fairy left a braid in her horse's mane, and you can tell because it's kind of small and messy, but it seriously looks like a fairy did it, and I'll actually post a screenshot of the fairy knot fantasy, and then also a picture of her horse's mane on my Facebook page because it's really cool to see it. So this other story, okay, so this is about a girl, um, and I'm going to read it to you. So she says she has seen a few. She said, when I was like five or six, it was like kindergarten. So my parents took me to the park, and I went on a trail looking for bunnies or stray cats. Then I went off the trail and found this patch of flowers, but they were all daisies out of a bunch of grass and mixed flowers. So, like, it was, like, all the same flower in, like, the middle of this area. Mm-hmm. Um, so I sat by it because it looked pretty, but I saw these little people from the bottom glaring at me, which I suppose I can understand. I was a human who was just staring at them. However, little me just had to pick one up, and it bit me. 
I didn't let it go. I cupped my hands and ran to my mom, but when I got there and opened my hands, a butterfly flew out. Um, I told her about the angry little fairies and the butterfly, and she said I must have just been making it up. That's when I told her it bit me. I showed her the little bite mark on my thumb, and now my mom's confused because nobody has teeth that small. To this day, I believe in fairies, and it's okay if you don't, but that's my story. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? And then another one, um... She said, when I was young, I'd say about three or four. So, again, like, these are little kids, right? Yeah. Um, I used to wake up in the night. I couldn't tell the time, so I'm unsure if it was the same time each night. But I'd see this glowing orb-shaped, like, conquer shell changing colors, and it would float from the side of my room to the front of the end of my bed. And then it would transform into a fairy, so it was like this orb that went to the foot of her bed and like it was a fairy. Mm-hmm. She wore a pink dress and had yellow hair. She would then float down onto the bed. It would happen every night when I woke up. One night I woke and there were fairies everywhere. Like they were having a fairy party on my bed. I don't recall, but I never saw them again after that. It's like, um, what? Because <laughs> she turned five. Yeah. <laughs> She's not a baby anymore. <laughs> She will talk after that. (laughs) Yeah, she will. She'll share her story. (laughs) So this next one is a man. Okay? And the way he kind of told it is a little bit funny. He says, okay, so I'm going out on a limb with this one. I'm a married, middle-aged, old-school, Australian country plumber. (laughs) I'm not 14, and I am not an impractical man generally given to flights of fantasy. I also drink alcohol very infrequently, like maybe once a year, and I don't use drugs. But I was on a job one spring morning years ago and was working next to some bushes at the bottom of a client's garden. When I watched, entranced as a tiny and particularly perfect and beautiful nude female from... Sorry. Nude female form with wings fitted in and out of the bush, not two feet in front of my face, for a full six to seven minutes. Okay, so maybe I was having some kind of episode. Perhaps there was fungal spores in the air. Who knows? All I can say is that it was so real and so far outside my experience or thought processes that I feel it's an extremely unlikely scenario for me to have just spontaneously dreamed up or created out of thin air and that I personally believe it occurred grown man at work middle of the day two free in front of my face six or seven minutes i am also aware that the only thing i stand to gain by sharing this is ridicule my close friends know about it and it comes up occasionally when one of them will randomly decide to take the piss out of me and we laugh about it (laughs) i always join in on the joke but the truth is 20 years later and i still believe it happened wow (laughs) so like i feel like if a grown man is like sharing that story like they have, the like I don't know. I see why people wouldn't believe him though. Like well, you know, because yeah, he's the, older and like. But like, then that would make me believe him more because what like older middle aged just normal guy is gonna be like, like yeah, right? Like, but I, I mean, like fairy. people would think you're crazy. Like what? Yeah, you know you're what right. I mean? You're right. And I have just two more stories. This one's pretty small. 
there was a lady who said she saw a bunch of twinkling lights around her a lot while she was pregnant, like little fairies. Mm -hmm. Well, when she had her baby, her baby came out with somewhat pointy ears. So not super pointy, (laughs) but like pointier than the usual human ear. So many people were telling her that her baby was chosen by the fairies and that the fairies would protect her. It's kind of a sweet story. (laughs) Why can't I be a little bit of fairy in her then? I know. I want to be protected by the fairies. Mm Mm-mm. (laughs) even offering (laughs) (laughs) and this is my last story this lady said my husband and i went on a walk at 4 a.m first of all i don't know what you're doing walking around at 4 4 a.m yeah (laughs) and it started to rain not unusual for southwest florida while we were near a parking lot we sat under the awning type structure under an empty parking space We were quietly talking amongst ourselves while suddenly I hear a very distinct whistle, the kind that someone makes to grab someone's attention, coming directly from behind me. Startled, I turn my head around, and this thing flies at me, brushes my hair. Obviously, our first thought was an insect, but as it hovers just a couple feet in front of us, completely unfazed by the rain, we were able to see its features and we realized this was no bug. It had dragonfly wings, about three to four inch wingspan. So she's very specific. But unlike a dragonfly, it had nothing in the middle where its body should be. So like it was just wings? Um, we got a very good look at it and it definitely was just a pair of wings. Nothing else about it was visible. We both stared at it in complete disbelief as it continued to hover in the rain coming closer and then getting farther, and then closer again, as if it was, like, checking us out. <laughs> we were, <laughs> like, what are you? <laughs> we were completely speechless this whole time. Then it flew away into the woods ahead, and that's the last time we ever saw anything like that. After it left, my husband, who was a hardcore atheist and makes fun of anything supernatural, whispers to me dead serious, did we just see a effing fairy? <laughs> <laughs> so... That was my theory on fairies and the things that I found on fairies. And I liked reading the stories, I think, the most because that's like, I don't know, that makes you think. But then it's like, how do they lie? But honestly, it's like we'll never know. Like, you can't say that they're not real, but you can't say that they're real. real. Yep. So, actually, I was going to ask you. So, after hearing everything I just shared, what's your thought on fairies? I mean, I always thought... I have always thought that they were real. I mean, I think there's You're so... a big Tinkerbell fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big Tinkerbell fan. No, but just, like, in the real world in general, I think that, I mean, just, like, in fairy tales, they say they're, like, myths or something, but, like, mm-hmm. or or myths in general. I mean, they came from somewhere, like, you the know what I mean? Of the idea came of them from somewhere. The idea and, like, yeah, you know, it's... I mean, people can make up stories and stuff, but, I mean, if there's, like literally like you know history kind of talks about them and all this stuff like i'm sure there's like things like fairies and like yeah you know and why would iceland there? be so yeah and iceland like black like saving and helping their fairies yeah so i'm like maybe our governments and our everything you know kind of hides everything from us because maybe they're kind of scared to let that out but i mean I do think they're out there, you know, fairies and things like that. Yeah, and that's kind of, like, something that also ties in with, like, mermaids, too, which yeah. there will be a whole other episode on that. But they so even excited. say that um, <laughs> mermaids can, in a way, be related to fairies. They say that. And, like, the mermaid thing, I view 
like not differently, but like there's so much about our ocean that we don't know. Oh my gosh! Don't like, even get me started. We have to. <laughs> we have to. Have you an have episode. to bring me in for the mermaid <laughs> episode. I will. Okay. Uh, I will. <laughs> but yeah. So. But yeah, I think mythical creatures like fairies or like you know like the elves that you were talking about, mm-hmm. a type of fairy. You know they have to be out there. I mean. Do you think, like, the fairies, like, Even if are actually seen with, like, wings and stuff? Or do you think that's just how we envision them and they're real, but we just have the complete wrong idea? Maybe some fairies don't have wings at all, you know? Yeah, well, I guess I actually the elves, they wouldn't. Yeah. Or the leprechauns, I don't think they do. You know, I think maybe some do, some don't. But, I mean, they're probably so small or they probably don't let us see them you know yeah which stinks because it's like dude (laughs) like it's cool to think about like yeah you know they're hidden in nature and you know all these stories and like when i do walk through like a wooded area or like a garden i'm like i just imagine little fairies living here yeah they probably are (laughs) actually my grandma she used to make fairy gardens all the time yeah and fairy gardens are a thing you know like yeah it's like and she had, like, she actually, she still has, like, a bunch of them. Like, you walk through her yard, and she has a bunch of fairy gardens, and she has, like, little houses in there and, like, bridges. And, like, mm-hmm. obviously, she, like, has fake fairies in there, like, does it for the decoration. Mm-hmm. But, like, at the same time, like, what if there was, like, a real fairy living in there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, has I all her that, fake fairy friends. Yeah. So, but, yes, that was my theory. I don't know if you consider it a theory. I don't know if it's real what's not real. But I feel like I <laughs> learned a lot more about fairies than I knew before. Yeah. I mean, I knew it from Tinkerbell and, like, stuff like that, but... It's just not even the same. This like, is, like, this the like real, science. like... <laughs> the real Fairy deal. things that people talk about, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, like, stories that are shared and stuff. So, again, I will be posting a picture of the girl whose horse's mane was braided, um, and then with the fairy not fantasy I thing. See that. Um, yeah, I will show you. Um, but I'll be posting that on my Facebook page at Earthworks Accessories. So if you'd like to see that, go ahead and check that out. But I think this concludes our episode. Oh my god, my dog's going nuts now. Maybe he sees a fairy. <gasps> Stop. <laughs> what if he's barking? No, at we're nothing. just gonna be like checking our surroundings and like <laughs> nature and seeing if we find like all these fairy things. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear, but my dog's barking. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so well, thank you for joining me, and I'm happy you were here with me. Happy had, to be here. Yeah, I, I had fun. So. Until next week, I hope you guys all have a great week, and I will be talking to you. Yep, stay groovy. (laughs) Actually, for my Halloween special, it's stay spooky. Oh, stay spooky. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Halloween special of the Earthworks podcast with me, Hannah Elizabeth. Please do not forget to follow this podcast, turn on the bell icon to receive notifications when upcoming episodes arrive, and to leave this podcast a rating. You can also follow me on TikTok at Earthworks Hannah and my Facebook page at Earthworks Accessories. Until next time, stay spooky, my friends.